when you have stepped in to your true authentic self and you are in alignment it's like almost like a really beautiful quiet participation Mm. it's like you don't need to really show anybody or explain it to anybody or the overcompensation is done it's not about proving ever yeah that's such a blissful place to arrive at is the quiet place You're listening to the Self-Adore Podcast, hosted by Ellie Vannon and Clea Martin. Our mission is to inspire you to step into your magic and allow self-love to flow into your world. Our transition into becoming full-time entrepreneurs sparked our journey into a deeper practice of self-love. On this pod, we'll cover topics ranging from self-care, wellness, passion, mindfulness, and personal growth. We'll share our own experiences and bring on fabulous guests that will shift the conversation around self-love, making it feel more inviting and empowering. Stay tuned for a new episode each week that will inspire you to self-adore. Thanks for spending time with us. Here we go. Welcome back, everybody. We are excited. We're here. It's a little chilly. A little chilly. It's 77 degrees. But it's chilly for us, in the shade. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Ellie lives in San Diego, and we're here recording at our beautiful home studio with her cat, Ollie. And it's a little, yeah, brisk It's today. a little brisk. Yeah, it's been, I feel like it's finally kind of not summer weather anymore, but kind of coming into... California fall and California winter. fall. Yeah. It gets really warm during the day and then it kind of, you know, feels a little bit chillier when you're not in the direct sunlight, but mm-hmm. it definitely is very relative. Mm-hmm. Like we know that most other people are kind of somewhere where it's a little bit colder. Yes, um, definitely. For sure. So I know my poor mom is like really chilly. <laughs> she was just texting us before we recorded and so um She's, I think, literally in like 45 degree weather. So she sent us a photo of herself in a ski, like a bundled jacket, up yeah. inside. <laughs> so sending you some sunshine mm-hmm. wherever you are, a little bit of warmth. Yeah, we really have nothing to complain about. Like, yeah, we, we sat on the beach <laughs> it's, it's yesterday. Warm. It's warm. <laughs> yeah. Just making a joke. But yeah, I, I think I want to really send out a bunch of cozy vibes and just warm energy to everyone because it's such a nice time to really slow down and cozy up no matter what the weather is exactly I feel like fall and winter is a great time like you said to just kind of slow down and be cozy like even if you are in chilly weather or not it's just a great time to kind of connect with that cozy side of the season like for sure Mm mm-hmm So I don't know about you, but I'm definitely every year feel a bit of the daylight savings. Do you? Yeah, I think I definitely feel it at night. I think during the day I'm fine. Mm -hmm. So we're experiencing the daylight savings where you turn the clock an hour um, forward or back? Back. Back, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it feels... It's fall back, spring forward. So it feels later than it is. And that's usually really tricky for me. In the evenings when it's pitch black at like 4 p.m. Yes. So. Yeah, it's like 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 we kind of were talking about it. It's, there's pros and cons to both of the, the daylight savings. And it's funny because I feel like – so sometimes we have calls with people like that are in Arizona. And the, ta- <laughs> the daylight savings there is just – like part of the state I think does it and then part of it doesn't. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of funny because it seems like something that we kind of count on twice a year but a lot of people actually don't do daylight savings and I think that this is actually the last year that we're doing I don't think it's ever going to happen again so yeah they're changing it so yeah it's nice in the morning because it's like bright and sunny and you kind of get your day going a bit earlier but then it seems like the day is so short because it's literally dark by 4 30 p.m so and you're like doing a whole second day in the dark in the dark yeah and and then it feels chillier Mm -hmm. and yeah so everything just feels a little bit flip-flopped pushed back and I know my internal clock is always feels it it feels like a bit of a jet lag for me for some reason and I don't know why but yeah every year the sunshine helps though 
we went on a walk this morning oh, yeah. and I feel like that really resets the circadian rhythm and you feel more aligned and ready to go for the day. Yes, yes, I totally agree. So we're really excited about this episode. Um, this is one that we've that we've been wanting to do for a while. We talk about this a lot, like between you and I and with people that are close to us, but it's something that we haven't really taken time to break down um, and figure out how to share it in a way that feels helpful and tangible and really um, doable for for other people. And so that's kind of what we're feeling really called to share with you today. So this episode is really going to dive into connecting with your authentic self, connecting with your authenticity, and going beyond that too. So figuring out kind of how to get there what it feels like when you when it feel what it feels like when you kind of are living in your authenticity and then also being able to look a little bit forward and anticipate and kind of understand what your future self your authentic future self might feel like and this is something that I think is incredibly important especially in self-love because it's your authentic self it's your authentic uh, soul and authentic heart that really guides your self-love journey and it really guides you to making the decisions that make you actually feel your best which is a huge part of self-love yeah and I think a big part of authenticity is having values that you stand by and that's I guess the first step of really knowing if you are being Mm -hmm. authentic and living in who you know you want to be is what are your values and define those for yourself and your all of your decisions should be made based on those values and they should be a set of values that you would look back on and be proud of and you know aim high like have high standards for yourself I think that this is the time to really know to really tap into what you want to create for yourself and what type of life you want to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's really important to consistently revisit your values as well because I do think that your core set of values probably remains authentic to you throughout your your life but I also think that your values change as you grow as you perhaps like start a new relationship a new friendship um, what you really value in that and also I think beyond um, values you know such as what you value in yourself or other people it's also under having an understanding of what you value as far as what kind of person you are putting out into the world I think that's um, a value that sometimes you don't always like directly think about Mm -hmm. but I think that that one is a really important thing to consider because that is sort of like your imprint on the world Mm. um, and how people perceive you and how you're going to shift the world in um, a positive way I would really encourage people to write down their values Mm -hmm. we um haven't done this for a while Yeah. yeah I I've we've done this before for sure but I think this is something we wanted to share because this is something that we're going to be revisiting soon um, as well. Because I think especially in like manifestation work Mm -hmm. and um, also meditation, being super clear on your values on a day-to-day basis is incredibly important. Yeah. So just knowing what type of person you are and how you want to portray yourself to the world and how you want to define yourself. And then also how you want to treat people is a Mm -hmm. huge part of your values, what you believe in at your core and what you will always stand by is something that you should consider as well. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you're thinking about writing them down, kind of start with a baseline of how you view yourself, how others view you, um, like the people that you might just meet briefly, quickly, perhaps mm-hmm. like a stranger or a small interaction, and then how your close friends and family view you. Um, I feel like you can even ask them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point too. Sometimes people are able to see things that we can't see True. in ourselves from the outside perspective. So yeah, grab a journal, grab a notebook, grab a cup of tea, make it a cute experience mm-hmm. and just write all of this down and really 
connect to yourself and have that quiet moment where you really think about what you want and what who you want to be yeah or and what you value in yourself and other people because I think it's so easy it's like if someone were to just ask you what what are your values what do you value I think you might feel like that that's a simple question but I I don't think that it is I don't Mm -hmm. think it is a simple question I think it really does take some digging and some also some hard conversations with yourself too because when determining your values something might come up I know I've I've experienced this where I value something but like how I'm living in my authenticity doesn't necessarily align with that Mm -hmm. and I think a really specific example of this is I know my core self I valued having going into work every day and feeling like the best version of myself I valued having inspiring and creative experiences in the workplace and that was a really clear value for me that I'd actually like written down and felt like so good about but then I found myself in a work situation where I didn't feel like that I didn't feel like inspired every day and I didn't feel creative and I felt drained and like not even like myself at all and I think that that is a perfect example of not living in alignment with your Mm -hmm. authenticity Mm -hmm. that's helpful too thinking about how you feel in all of the situations in your life and all of the interactions with different people and if they feel aligned or not that's a good place to start the Mm -hmm. situational piece and then another aspect of alignment is also starting with what doesn't feel aligned so it's really I feel like a lot easier for me to think of what am I not aligned with and then kind of work from there and work backwards Mm -hmm. Um, and then you really get to a place of knowing where you want to stand your ground and what you stand for yeah I agree so like if you're trying to determine what so so the the thing is sometimes it's hard to determine what is valuable for you like immediately. So you're saying like if you kind of work backwards and ask yourself the question first, like what isn't valuable mm-hmm. to you and what isn't in alignment, yeah. um, it's sometimes more clear than what is. Yeah, like for me personally, I have just such hard and clear knows that Mm -hmm. I just won't tolerate in my life yeah um the way that other people you know treat me or I treat other people like I just have such a clear red flag if you will so can you think of like a time where that was super clear to you I think that it definitely shows up in the way that other people treat me and I Mm -hmm. think I've gotten a lot better now at really saying no and shutting people out that just hurt me and Mm -hmm. aren't good for my life. Um, But I think that being insulted or seeing a friend treat someone poorly or just not feeling my best, sometimes Mm -hmm. it's an energetic thing too. It's kind of like you have to tap in and, and really think about what is aligned and kind of you have to feel the feelings that you feel Mm -hmm. in a situation to know know. yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you have to be open to that too because Mm -hmm. I think um if you're not you're kind of not going to be clued in like your Mm -hmm. body your mind like your heart your soul will always give you those clues and we talk about this too one of the biggest ways to know that you are not in alignment and living those true values that you have for yourself is how your physical body feels oh so true like I think we've both experienced some severe like acne Mm -hmm. or even like physical pain yeah Um, rashes rashes sickness Mm -hmm. just different things start showing up when you're not living in alignment it's kind of interesting it's like a buildup of energy that shows itself up all over yeah and that just just doesn't come from nowhere either Mm -hmm. like of course that that's an energetic exchange that is affecting you like Mm -hmm. so drastically yeah for uh, both of us it was anxiety that really showed up in different kinds of situations that it was like manifesting yeah like when I was not aligned with a job I would wake up every day with a pit of anxiety in my stomach 
and it was like almost impossible to move forward with the day and it was almost like I was in this spiral of not really accepting that that was the situation and it wasn't until someone else from an outside perspective told me are you okay what's happening you need to get out of this Mm -hmm. that you kind of start to realize what's happening yeah and I think that's a good point too like don't you don't have to sit necessarily like with yourself when considering your values like maybe that's a great place to start but have a conversation with somebody like ask someone else what their values are and Mm -hmm. if they feel like their values are aligning with how they live on a day-to-day basis I think that that's like a tremendous gift that you can give to somebody because Mm -hmm. like I just said too when is the last time someone actually asked you that like never like never yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah anxiety for sure I think is a huge um kind of clue into that maybe you're not living in alignment or you know anxiety is definitely something that is really serious Mm -hmm. and sometimes like does involve more attention than just you know sorting out your alignment of course but definitely but it's like a place to start yeah it's the trigger it's a trigger and for me it's like my personal journey has it it has just always shown up like more and mm -hmm. more more. yeah kind of crazy and something about values too is that if you do have that conversation with a friend then you'll also get closer to them too because you'll realize that either you have a lot of values in common and you're aligned or perhaps you're not not. but that's great information too (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I think you're right and that's it's that is also valuable information because it kind of give you a perspective on like appreciating what someone else might find Mm -hmm. um authentic to them Mm -hmm. which might not be authentic necessarily to you but it's not good or bad it's kind of just a cool understanding of like the world needs all Mm -hmm. sorts of people with different sorts of alignments um Mm -hmm. and I think as long as it is rooted from a place of like love and respect Mm -hmm. I think then that is great yeah a lot so many people have different viewpoints on so many things and yes it's beautiful to be able to agree to disagree and hear someone's values and know that that's their truth but also be okay with the differences yeah yeah I love that I think too when thinking about um, maybe less specifically about your values but more about how you are living out your values and your authenticity and whether or not that that is in alignment with your daily actions I think it's really helpful to think about your future self and this is something that you and I do all the time um we actually did a really cool we've done many times this amazing meditation class called future self and it is in Venice Beach in California and we've talked about it before but I think that that's because it is so transformative you don't need to do this class by any means to sort of experience your future self but I think considering your future self in a way that is so specific Mm -hmm. is really helpful like from where you want to live to what you're wearing to who you talk to on a daily basis and I want to kind of be clear about this too because when when envisioning your future self it isn't necessarily a big dream Mm -hmm. or like a wish Um, And I think that that is a really important thing to distinguish because your future self is really the person who is the most authentic version of yourself um, in heart and mind and soul and body. And I think considering who she or he is and what they look like and what they do and what they bring into the world and what they bring for themselves um, is a really helpful way to know whether or not you're aligned in the now. Mm-hmm. So the way that we do this is through that meditation class, but you can also just sit with yourself and close your eyes, take a few deep breaths, and really try to visualize your future self. That's been a huge part of our journeys in discovering our future self is you really have to start to paint the picture in your mind. I think that that's been the most transformative part for me and try and just step into that and 
really know what the energy of your future self is because then that allows you to bring that into your everyday life and you're able to discover the different patterns and habits and you're starting to morph into that eventually. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you are able to then sort of like live out those daily actions of your future self, like one thing at a time, one thing every day to be in alignment. So sometimes it is really hard to think about what is valuable to you now, especially if you feel or what's in alignment for you right now, especially if you do feel somewhat stuck. And I know I've experienced that for sure, the feeling of like being stuck. And sometimes you can be in your own little world and a little bit of your own kind of pity party. Mm -hmm. Um, So if that feels kind of like relatable to you, then then kind of just let go of like the now and yeah. think about the future because then That's it kind really of cool. yeah then it kind of gives you like one thing to just kind of like work towards every day and then this kind of ties into what we were talking about too which is at the end of the day can you go to bed and fall asleep and ask yourself like what did I do in alignment today for that future self like mm-hmm. to honor that person yeah and and like Ellie mentioned it's not only goals and dreams and you know academic uh, or job related stuff it's also your soul and who you are who you are at your core and how you want to live your life it's more of a soul purpose kind of energetic thing projection if you Mm -hmm. will I think is kind of a cool way to think about it too something that we do a lot is we hold each other accountable and we kind of make a joke about it like, oh, what would your future self yeah. think about this? Yeah, what would she do? Or like <laughs> we do something, maybe we get like really, you know, like heated or like frustrated about something mm-hmm. and then we just kind of look at each other and be like, okay, that was not my future yeah. self talking. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of a cool way. It's kind of a cool strategy to like kind of bring you back down and be yeah. like, okay. She would not do that. She this. would not do that. <laughs> or he. Or he. Oh my god. Yeah, I like that idea. Um, so I think with finding your authenticity and your alignment, it's so, there's so much media that exists in the world and that we consume on a daily basis. Like even if we're not trying to consume it, it's so insane. And I think even like aside from the media too, whether that be social media or the television or things you're reading, whatever. I think also the people that you're around, um, friends, family, or just, you know, the environment that you're in, um, I think it's really important. I, I know that it's really important to be mindful of what you're absorbing and what content you are absorbing because I think you can sometimes become really quickly disaligned Mm -hmm. from absorbing all those things or almost in a way kind of like be fooled because you see like maybe someone else living in such alignment and that looks beautiful and that seems great and you want to step into it like the same way they have which in some ways can be amazing and really inspiring for Mm -hmm. you to step in but you have to be sure that you are being inspired by that person by how they've done it but not necessarily in the exact ways that they've That's done so it true. finding your own path it's never yeah it's never going to be the same path mm-hmm. and something that ellie's really helping me with is realizing the kind of subconscious level of impact that social media has mm-hmm. on me like me in particular i realized i had a really off week one week And we were talking about it and you were like, what did you consume? And I realized I was just watching some, you know, Instagram stories that mindlessly, mindlessly, but I realized that it really had an impact on some of the decisions that I was thinking about. And that kind of scared me. I was like, oh my gosh, that's Mm -hmm. kind of insane. Yeah, it is insane. It's because it is so, it's just, it's so true. It is so easy to mindlessly consume, like you know, go to the bathroom, click through your phone, Mm -hmm. like sit down, like you're waiting for the oven to preheat, click through your phone. (laughs) Like these are things that I know, like we all do so mindlessly, like, and I see it too, Mm -hmm. even on the road. It's crazy. Like don't even get me started on people on their phone (laughs) on their, it's like by far my biggest thing. But 
it's it's so easy to do that and so I really think it does take like work and like conscious effort Mm -hmm. to to shut it out and to shut it down um especially if you're trying to do the work around aligning Mm -hmm. with your authentic self and I think something that just kind of popped into my mind too is that your authentic self doesn't need to be like explained Mm. and I think that that's something that's helpful to remember yeah you know you just you know it's your truth and you don't have to you don't have to document it if you don't want to you don't have to explain it to anyone yeah or if like if you feel like um you know I know I know for me like a a big part of my authenticity and like stepping into my authentic self was really owning the side of me that wanted to practice like meditation on a daily basis and um more consistently like meditation was always valuable for me and helpful but my authenticity was telling me that I needed to practice that daily Mm. and I think that I felt a little bit like judged around that like like what are you doing like that takes time or there's maybe is there something else like you could be doing it's also like a a lot of inner dialogue I know you're Mm -hmm. a perfectionist so you're always really hard on yourself yeah and you're like how can I best use my time Mm -hmm. yeah I always want to like maximize time but I think that it's like I knew that that was authentic for myself and so you don't need to like explain that Mm -hmm. to anybody um as long as it feels like something that's putting you in alignment. So inspiring. Yeah, you've inspired me to do it, well, just for the last week, every (laughs) single morning. But I'm seriously going to commit to doing meditation every single day. I think something around consuming media, going back to that just for a bit, something that Ellie told me that was super helpful, and we've heard this from a few different podcasts and people that we really admire, but it's choosing what you consume really thoughtfully. So picking the top five people that you really align with in the values. So tying this back to the values and cutting out the stuff that doesn't align with your values. So really just being mindful every single day about having those people, your circle, if you will, and making sure that it's aligned with what your truth is. Yeah, exactly. It's like you are kind of a blueprint of the top five people that you spend your your most time with but at the same time you are also literally like a blueprint of all the content you're absorbing Mm. and I think when you think about it like that it's really powerful to remember like am I taking things in that are inspiring me and bringing me to a place of feeling like my best self or am I just mindlessly observing someone else's life and like what they're up to with no like intention in mind yeah and even if you don't feel the impact right away of just tapping scrolling mindlessly it just really does come up Mm. subconsciously and later on which is crazy oh yes yeah that's so so true and like I'd love to know if there's some like I can pretty much tell you like on on one hand like there's four or five people that I will watch like their Instagram stories and consistently like see what they're up to and it's them it's just them it's no one else like no one else mindlessly and also it's a huge time saver as well um but if there's any anyone that really inspires you like I'd love to know yeah yeah connect with us on our Instagram self-adore podcast and Mm -hmm. Let us know who's inspiring you. Yeah. Now we're like asking for more content <laughs> in our life. But yeah, no, it's, it's always cool to know because like I find part- yeah. people in particular to be inspiring. You find people to be inspiring. So it's cool to see like what aligns with other people yeah. as well and like why. Mm-hmm. So yeah, right now I love, um, I love people who own a company Mm -hmm. and who also have a blog and who also create really beautiful content Mm -hmm. like those three things together are the kind of people that are really inspiring to me um in different ways so and that's because that's sort of like what I'm trying to do as well Mm -hmm. very expensive Um, yeah it's expensive yeah what what do you what inspires you like what kind of content do you think I definitely love 
following entrepreneurs who have that sort of inspirational type of mindset and Mm self-care kind of mindset and then I also really love food accounts yeah so seeing beautiful food for some reason just really inspires me well that's because I really feel like that's part of your like authentic code Mm -hmm. like creating food and kind of like Mm -hmm. indulging in talking about food talking about food (laughs) yeah creating those experiences like is totally something yeah that makes you feel like the best version of yourself and I love a good quote yeah (laughs) oh yeah I gotta love a good quote I love Morgan Harper Nichols she's a beautiful artist who does the most stunning self-care quotes you've ever seen and we'll link her in the show notes yeah it's it's like insane I repost like every one of her (laughs) yeah I love her too because like not only are her quotes beautiful but she's an artist Mm -hmm. so the way she like paints them and has like the colors it's so cool um, I think we've probably posted some of her stuff as well. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. When you're really trying to tap into getting to know yourself, so part of being in alignment and connecting to your authenticity is really about raising your self-worth. So when you are considering who you want to be and the impact you want to make on the world and the impact you want to make inward uh, it you have to have a high level of self-worth you have to value yourself tremendously in order to be able to get there because when you have high self-worth you know what you deserve and you also know that you deserve to discover your authentic self and and the people that are around you too low self-worth equals being surrounded by people that don't raise you up Mm -hmm. and consuming content that also does not raise you up so elevating that self-worth is incredibly important and I think that's why we so often talk about self-care yeah and that you deserve self-care because understanding your self-worth um or honoring your self-worth self-care is a huge part of that Mm -hmm. and finding things that make you feel your best in self-care ultimately will raise your Mm -hmm. self-worth and and what you think of yourself and hot tip raising your self-worth also attracts more in your life so it helps you with manifesting what you want and just putting that energy out there of confidence and grace and high self-worth is so transformative Mm -hmm. yeah it's totally a magnetic exchange like with the universe as well it's sort of like have you ever been in a and here I think the thing that I have found helpful here is to really think about like the kind of duality of this like Mm -hmm. the opposite so I can think of examples in my life where I felt totally out of alignment and also low self-worth in a pity party like in a funk kind of in a depression sort of state and wasn't really interested in like feeling better and if you can relate to that like think about what else happened to you around that time yeah. or how it, at least you perceived it to be happening to you it's like it's all negative it's all negative like one thing after another and after another and that's kind of when you sort of get into that mindset like oh my god I can't catch a break mm-hmm. but the yeah. dual the opposite of that is that when you start to kind of consistently practice and notice this self-worth then I feel like yeah, things might happen, but mm-hmm. like you, it will consistently be more positive. Yeah. And it's also like one of those things too that is so personal. If you're worried about being perceived as arrogant or whatever, it's like you don't have to outwardly project your self-worth. It can be something that is personal to you and that you live by. You don't have to really kind of explain it. You should totally. obviously present yourself to the world in a really confident and beautiful way but you know because you deserve that yeah you deserve it you Mm -hmm. deserve the respect so put yourself out there but don't be afraid to because it it is your story and you're working on it for yourself not anyone else totally and I think that that that's huge and I think the key here is I think a way to be able to understand the feeling of actually living in your authenticity and living in alignment is it's almost done really quietly. Mm, Like, and yeah, and that's something that 
so Lacey is the manifestation amazing girl boss that we love and that's something that she talks about all the time like when you have stepped in to your true authentic self and you are in alignment it's like almost like a really beautiful quiet participation Mm. it's like you don't need to really show anybody or explain it to anybody or um kind of like over it's like the overcompensation is done and it's like you're you can just sort of like be and exist and you just can handle confrontation or conflict like with such peace Mm -hmm. um and the decisions that you make are are easy and and more seamless and I think that's a beautiful way of understanding that like it's not about proving ever yeah that's such a blissful place to arrive at is the quiet place and I notice this a lot I feel like sometimes I see when people feel like you know they kind of have to over explain themselves or post a bunch of stuff it's kind of like that classic you know if you're in a relationship and you try and really prove to the world that you're doing great but on the inside you're hurting Mm -hmm. so many people feel like they have to justify things prove things show things Mm -hmm. to the world but your truth is your truth and it'll be so beautiful to arrive at that place. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I'm quite there yet, but yeah, it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. And I think too, like being in alignment and living in your authenticity is also arriving at this place of knowing that it is fluid and mm-hmm. like it's going to change. True. So it's like there's going to be some ups and then there's going to be some downs and and that you still have like a long way to go and like a lot to learn but you're comfortable in that place and you're like Mm -hmm. comfortable in that shift that like may or may not happen but like all that is the most still is like yourself you know you really do start to notice that in your relationships with yourself and with other people as well yes I agree I think there's like a few kind of hot tips here that we um have personally like Mm -hmm. lived and experienced that could be really helpful and valuable for you while discovering your authentic self and living in alignment. So let go of what you are trained to think. So I can think of an example and then maybe you can share an example too. So for me, I was totally trained like as a kid and growing up to like think super practically and like to be super realistic and um to not waste any time and to get up in the morning and get dressed and get your day going and like hurry up and like do it all that was like totally how I was like trained to think and something that's helped me with my authenticity is having gratitude for that because I know that I can get so much stuff done while also practicing self-care and also being in alignment like I really value what that taught me about like my work ethic Mm -hmm. and persevering and grit like I know I'm confident in that way but I think then like the flip side to that is what I had to let go of was like the pressure to kind of continuously like hurry up hurry up hurry up So that's the part like I was able to let go of while having like gratitude for Mm -hmm. kind of the work ethic side of that. So really let go of the ways you were trained to think if they aren't serving your highest self. I love that. That must have been really liberating for you to let go of that. How did that feel? Good. Like it's definitely improved like the way I experience like my day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You don't have a voice <laughs> telling you to hurry up. Yeah. But and like it's funny cuz sometimes like I do like that though, like because I I know like about my work ethic that I feel like the best version of myself when I'm accomplishing a lot. And so it's like but now I can have more like gratitude mm-hmm. for it instead of feel the pr- instead of pressure and you kind of mold it to what feels authentic to yeah, you yeah exactly yeah mm-hmm. totally <laughs> what about can you think of a specific example of like a way you were trained to think yeah I think I was trained to think that you have to be very academic and 
science-based, math-based, you have to be a doctor, lawyer, et cetera, to be successful, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, definitely the way that I grew up. My parents have kind of shifted their perspective now, obviously, but it was really hard for me to feel accomplished if I didn't have, you know, straight A's and if I didn't take specific classes and I felt like I had to kind of move towards this career in order to be successful or viewed as successful in their eyes. Um, But I think once I started to let that go and move in my own direction, my parents started to really realize that I was thriving. And I think I was starting to reprogram that, you know, at a, at a younger age without even knowing it. Mm -hmm. So that was really pivotal for me is breaking that link between success and that kind of structure yeah so for you it really was about like redefining mm-hmm. what success looked like yeah. and feeling okay about it like yeah. it's like n- not only did you have to you know try something new to feel successful but it was also being confident in doing that mm-hmm. and it's so hard too when you don't directly have an example of someone in that space, in that creative space or whatever you're moving towards. Like for me, everyone that I was surrounded by was in that kind of more science-based academic field and the medical field. And it was just really difficult for me to like imagine another life for myself. And I didn't think it was possible. So I think that was really just a brave thing to yeah try it out it is yeah it is brave and I think too that's a huge part of um authenticity too is like it does take bravery because mm-hmm. you are writing your own code in a way yeah like and sometimes it takes failure too like I had to fail so many courses in junior high high school college that didn't align with you know not not that I failed every course I got bad grades yeah well I think that that's also like goes to show that that was just not authentic to you it's like not that I tried it's like you tried and it's not that it wasn't that you like couldn't do it It, I I kind of believe that literally was kind of like the universe being like Mm -hmm. hey like you need a shift yeah it's like not for you totally I'm so grateful for that and Mm -hmm. we're so trained to see failure as such a horrible thing but it can honestly lead you in the right direction sometimes it's so true you have to have so much gratitude for the universe telling you where to go I think you honestly learn the most when you fail Mm -hmm. like I think you because then you can actually sit down with yourself and figure out like what yeah went wrong and do like do tremendously better or just readjust a little bit yeah I agree um I think another thing for figuring out your own alignment and authenticity is really just spending a lot of time by yourself and I I know that this is I have talked to so many people where this is really hard for them to just kind of like not even necessarily just sit and be but just truly like be by yourself and I think this has been like a huge form of my self-care lately and um I definitely like want to share it because it's really been transformative and inspiring so really is going on trips by yourself that doesn't have to be like anything crazy like overnight or whatever but spending like a full day alone um I have taken like just a drive out to Joshua Tree or taken myself like to the beach for the whole day really just go going to like a little city and walking around stumbling into little shops and I think when you can go somewhere by yourself confidently Mm -hmm. and yeah and like find the place to park and then find the place to eat and then sit and like read your book or like whatever it is that you want to do without really having to like rely on someone else or ask what someone else wants to do I think you like learn so much about yourself so true Mm -hmm. I love seeing you go on all of your solo trips so inspiring it's fun I think I think it really does kind of show you like a side of yourself that you probably didn't know it's so true and whenever I go for example I went to the beach by myself on my birthday this year and it really allows you to have like a conversation with yourself almost Mm -hmm. and you get to such a deep place like obviously you don't 
do this every time or you don't have to, but you're able to, if you want to like just sit there and kind of listen to what's coming through Mm -hmm. and like you said it's like all of the different kinds of things that would normally be a conversation aren't you're not gonna talk in your car and be like okay where should I park what do I do it's kind of like you just do the steps and do your life authentically Mm -hmm. and do whatever feels right and you're able to create these moments for yourself of silence and it's almost like it passes by a little bit slower it's true Mm -hmm. I really agree that it passes by slower and I think the other key here is finding your authenticity and stepping in really means that all the energy that you do have and all the energy that you have like within yourself that you would probably like propel like into the world like when you spend that time alone the only Mm. place it's going is like inward and and I think that that is really really like powerful and magnetic because you don't have to like exude any energy like to anybody else or like anything else like Mm -hmm. but yourself I love that yeah which is so so cool so and I think one quick thing for me it was really hard for me to arrive at like a place of feeling okay like Ellie was talking about like for so many people it's really tricky for me the block was that I've always had issues with, you know, friends growing up and feeling totally alone. And so I kind of felt like I avoided that so I wouldn't be, you know, triggered. And I think that it was just such a pivotal thing for me to sit with myself. And I had so many hard times where I felt totally out of it and sad and you know, I was with my cats and they were consoling Mm -hmm. me. But once you really work through that, you start to kind of create these moments for yourself. And for me, a big thing is bringing along like different kinds of items. I know you do this too, that inspire you on your little day trips or whatever. If you create a space at home, Mm -hmm. having those things and making it an intentional moment versus looking at it like, you know, no one wants to hang out with me tonight. I'm all alone, whatever. Perspective. It's all about the perspective and then you're able to soak it in. Yes. I totally agree. Yeah, I think that's a good, a really good tip is bring things along that make you feel safe and comfortable. Like mm-hmm. wear an outfit that you know, like it makes you feel like the best version of yourself. Um, bring like a grounding like stone or crystal, mm-hmm. like a book your favorite pair of sunglasses, like, you know, your purse that you can like kind of count on. Like, I think sometimes, you you know, I have made, for me, this was a mistake, like in the past of doing like a a solo day trip in like an outfit that like I never wore, Mm. which was like fun, but it just like (laughs) didn't feel like myself. And then you kind of feel a little bit like out of body, not a place. (laughs) Um, And I think also when you are going on these trips by yourself, I want to just really remind people that it's about like tuning in instead of tuning out. Yeah. So it's like if you are going to go, you know, pick up like a coffee and then walk around the town when you're waiting in line, like don't pick up your phone and kind of like tune out the experience you're having. Like I really think the most powerful is when you um, kind of are like disconnecting from the the world I guess not the world but like disconnecting from like the media that you constantly are digesting yeah so do like the social media detox and then also really allow yourself to be uncomfortable like I know I used to be really uncomfortable eating at restaurants alone or going anywhere I felt just a little bit like off like oh everyone has someone with them Mm -hmm. you know I'm alone whatever but once you can get past that and just have that confident air about you it's like totally totally different yeah yeah I love that I think the other thing we talk about this all the time too is honoring the inner child that you have inside of Mm -hmm. you so when you are trying to figure out like what is authentic to me like what actually is it yeah such a hard question um you know we kind of said like a place to start is with your values um or like spending time by yourself but another huge way to tune in is also by figuring out like what your inner child loves Mm -hmm. um and by doing this this is actually probably one of the easier exercises is really just imagining yourself as a four or five six-year-old kid like, what did you spend your time doing? Yeah. I have some clear moments that I 
always remember back from my childhood and then that kind of gives me an idea of what I love and even on the walk this morning that we took Mm -hmm. I saw this you know foresty kind of area with um, a rain gutter and I remember tying it back to my childhood I remember you know climbing up those Mm. with like a friend or by myself and that's when I asked you oh hey can we go to that more like foresty area so like when you notice these things about yourself that you kind of loved from your childhood whether that's you know even like video games like a lot of people have these things that they used to love and for some reason kind of stopped doing it's like think back to what you used to love and enjoy and really try to try to bring that in bring that in to yourself yeah yeah I love that I think for me it definitely was like spending the time outside and Mm -hmm. creating something so um finding ways I know part of my authenticity is creation and like making things with my hands and being creative and kind of like thinking in that sense and like crafting and I there's huge periods of time where like I don't I don't do that but I know like when I do um I feel like the best version of myself Mm -hmm. and I feel like I'm living in alignment so for me that is creating like flower bouquets like that's something that I've been trying to bring into my life like more regularly because that simple act of like picking out the colors and and trimming them and putting them together in a way that makes me feel great um and that I think is beautiful brings me back to like my inner child because that's something that I used to do like all the time Mm -hmm. so that that's so cute you make the best bouquets oh my gosh (laughs) kind of go for like a undone (laughs) different levels yeah wildflower kind Mm -hmm. of edge to it that's insane yes love it we were talking about this a little bit um before we hopped on the pod but um I think just a quick thing here like really allowing your head and your heart to lead you Mm. I think something that we kind of talk about this often like we're so conditioned to really just have like your head lead you yeah and like, like tell logistics, you, logistics and, practicality mm-hmm. um and definitely is important to have like a balance of both but I think allowing like your head and your heart to lead you um and trusting both of them mm-hmm. is important mm-hmm. yeah so some people might lead a bit more with one of them like I know for me I lead more with my heart mm-hmm. so I have to kind of kind of work to find that balance but I love just using both at the same time it's just super powerful yeah balancing Mm-hmm. I think something else too that Ellie and I like to do is really take inventory of where we're at each day in terms of alignment so we don't necessarily like sit down and it's not a formal thing but I think it's more of an energetic thing for us we always notice and we're incredibly self-aware to the point where we know when something's off and so we can we can pinpoint exactly what that is so we would really recommend just checking in with how you feel like at the end of the day and did anything come up for you did anything trigger you that didn't feel quite right and what do you want to do about it you know Mm -hmm. how are you going to move forward now that you have that information and now that you have tapped in and you know your values and this is just all information to help you really do what you want to do and live in that truth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being able to pinpoint it does take a lot of work though. Yeah. Like I feel like that even sometimes now, like you and I kind of say like, oh man, like something was off. It's like hard to kind of put, Mm -hmm. put a finger on it. And I think, I think it's also nice to, know that like you don't always have to be able to pinpoint mm-hmm. it like if you just you don't have to like beat yourself up yeah and like overanalyze overanalyze things. it yeah like kind of just like let it go mm-hmm. I think is um is a valuable thing to to practice as well but if you can be conscious of it and like make that shift then all you're doing is getting one step closer to consistently living like in alignment your authenticity so as far as really expanding your own authentic self um, really just reiterating the idea of mindful consuming who you're around, who you're talking to and what kind of media you are uh, 
absorbing on a daily basis and really taking the time to discover what you're curious about Mm -hmm. so like I said for me that was like a a more deep kind of like intense practice with meditation Um, that could be reading documentaries like taking a class asking questions Mm -hmm. yeah can you think of there any other for me a big one was yoga so kind of trying different things this is like the fun part of Mm -hmm. the self-love journey is trying different things and seeing what feels aligned and what feels good and then prioritizing Mm -hmm. it yeah yeah definitely that's sort of like the non-negotiable part of self-love is is finding what works and then kind of owning it um we talked about this a little bit before but really you kind of mentioned this a bit but like really saying no to things Mm -hmm. that don't align and that kind of ties into the the piece that we were mentioning around like don't explain it Mm -hmm. it's like no and that's all yeah this is like the biggest part of moving towards your authenticity if you feel disaligned Mm -hmm. as soon as you start to let the things out of your life that are making you feel that way you will instantly feel a sense of relief and a sense of authenticity and you're able to connect with yourself a lot better you may think that it's you know amazing to have so many things kind of like jam-packed into your day or your life or your friend group um but I realize the less the better Mm -hmm. now it's like minimalism in my self-love journey is such a big thing and it's just completely transformative yeah and I think um yeah with that too like I think there's a lot of pressure around you know doing more equals like being more successful Mm -hmm. I think that that's like such a thing that people um kind of is like ingrained into their mind that if I have more on my plate or I have more friends or I have like more things on my calendar whatever I'm therefore like handling life better and I'm more successful but I think it is just as successful to say no to those things Mm -hmm. and to take care like to take good care of yourself is equals success Mm -hmm. and I think that that's kind of like a dialogue that isn't really happening and isn't really talked about that often but Mm -hmm. it is successful yeah (laughs) it is successful like at the end of the day like at the end of like your life when it's all like said and done Mm -hmm. you know what I mean it's like what is actually going to have made you feel like yeah you did it's not about the to-do list it's about creating meaning and working on the things that fill you up and also prioritizing that self-care and having deep connections with people yes yes So to kind of just wrap this up a bit, we chatted about this already, but for you as you step into your authenticity and kind of begin this journey or continue this journey wherever you're at, um, things to just really take note of when you don't feel aligned. That could be, like we said, really for us, that was anxiety, areas in your life where you are consistently like overcompensating, over explaining Mm -hmm. and I think also like when is the last time you fell asleep and you could ask yourself like did I live in alignment today Mm -hmm. like I don't think this is such a question that is so rarely asked Mm -hmm. um how did you handle confrontation disagreement and what did that feel like did did that feel like your highest self did that feel like good and I think these are things to just kind of be reminded of and consider um, as you are moving about your journey because it's so easy to kind of notice like the the negative stuff that's coming up so I think that that could be like a really helpful place to start yeah that's powerful mm-hmm. just ending the day with that sense of alignment and having the gratitude for it too mm-hmm. if you did and making the changes to shift if you didn't yes yes Our self-adore intention for the week is really rooted in this idea of authenticity. And so we wanted to extend this exercise of really kind of tuning in and no matter how aligned you feel right now, wherever you are, we just encourage you to push yourself to connect even further. So do this by writing down your values, take out a journal and ask yourself, how you're living out your values each day this week. Mm -hmm. 
And for this, I would even stay, say, like, start start small. Yeah. Start, like, really small and um, don't put the pressure on yourself for coming up with, like, an intense or long, long list. So true. And I think that that, like, makes this feel a lot more possible. So. Yes. Be sure to come and chat with us over on our Instagram. You can find us at Self Adore Podcast. Find us on Facebook at Self Adore. And please, if you haven't, rate and review this podcast. It is the only way to support <laughs> us and support our journey and push us to keep doing this. So please take a moment, rate and review, and be sure to share this podcast with a friend who you want to boost their authenticity and also kind of help them step in so share it rate and review and we appreciate you all so much have a beautiful week love you 